0: ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome to Speak Life. So glad you're here with us today. You know, it's always an honor uh, to come together with you and to partake of the bread of life together and to hear what God has to say about this moment of time. Amen. So we welcome you to this time of prophetic revelation and great teaching straight from the Word of God. So I just uh, I'm I'm, I'm thrilled to be with you today I believe God is doing something great in this hour and today is as good as day as any for you to receive your miracle amen you know Jesus shed his precious blood just for you and because of that you're accepted in the beloved you've been born again into the family of God the Bible calls you a joint heir with Jesus Christ and as a joint heir with Jesus Christ you have an inheritance coming to you. You have a right to your inheritance. In fact, that's what righteousness is, your rights. And uh, you have a right <clears throat> to, to your inheritance. You, you're, you have right standing with God. And a big part of that righteousness is that now you can draw near to God our Father, knowing God and knowing His voice. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, and a stranger's voice they're not going to pay attention to. Amen. And so when God is speaking, power is being released uh, into you, and it's like something is being downloaded into your life when God is speaking to you. And uh, Psalm 85, in verse 8, it says, I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for He will speak peace to His people and to His saints. Let me read that to you again. It says, this is Psalm 85 and verse 8. It says, I will hear what God the Lord will speak. I will hear it. And he will speak peace to his people and to his saints. So the phrase speak peace in the Hebrew is, is the Hebrew words, debar shalom, debar shalom. And the words I will hear is the word Shema. The word here is the word Shema. So Shema means to listen intelligently with the intention to obey His voice. It also means to decree or to proclaim. So if we set our hearts to listen to His voice with the intention of obeying Him, He'll let us know what to speak and what to decree for our victory and for our breakthrough. Amen? Debar Shalom, it means to issue a command To to decree uh, to release a promise, and so God is decreeing peace. He's commanding peace, commanding shalom. So, what does shalom mean? Uh, It means peace or peacefulness or tranquility. It also has a deeper meaning, though. It means wholeness. It means completeness. It means health and wealth and prosperity, and favor. It's the ability to finish and to be safe. Amen? It carries the connotation of nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing damaged, and, and that's what God's promise is. That's a promise from God himself, and that's what he's decreeing and commanding over your life. God wants you to receive your inheritance of Dabar Shalom. Listen to me. God is decreeing Debar Shalom over America the Beautiful commanding the turnaround, commanding angels like battalions of warrior soldiers to go fight for this nation. Amen? God is commanding wholeness to America. God is commanding uh, nothing missing, nothing broken to America. He's commanding the completion of old cycles and the beginning of new health and new wealth for our nation, both personally and nationally. I believe that. A great and a sudden reversal, dabar shalom. Let me read that to you again. I will hear, I will shama, what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace, dabar shalom, to his people and to his saints. Listen, when God speaks, especially through the mouths of his prophets, the Bible says mountains melt like wax in the presence of the Lord. Red seas will part in two when God speaks, amen? Water starts flowing from dry flint rocks, enough to feed 6,000 men and their wives and their children and their flocks and their herds. God knows how to do the miraculous. Listen, when God speaks, pharaohs are utterly destroyed and and all their army, amen? Psalm 29 in verse 4, it says, The voice of the lord is powerful the voice of the lord is powerful the hebrew word there is koach powerful it means a mighty force of power like the force of a nation psalm 29 is is all about the voice of the lord and the power of his voice but it goes on to describe the awesome power of god's voice causing mountains to move causing it even says uh, it, the voice of the lord causes the deer uh to give birth and literally those words in the hebrew it 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 is causing the mighty men warriors to give birth to their destiny now the the uh translators didn't know how to translate that properly so they said it causes the mighty deer uh uh, the the uh, male deers to give birth, <laughs> so they kind of got it a little confused there. But literally, the words in Hebrew are it causes the mighty warrior, a uh, mighty warriors to give birth to their destiny. So when God speaks, He causes destiny to be birthed in our lives. Amen. It, it goes on to say He causes the flames of fires uh, to be divided. And it's an indication that the voice of God will make a way where there seems to be no way. His voice is how he releases his power. Amen? That's how God releases his power. Dabar shalom. Isaiah 30 and verse 31, it says this, The voice of the Lord will shatter the Assyrian, or your enemy, with his scepter he will strike them down, and every stroke the Lord lays on the back of the enemy with his punishing rod will be to the music of tambourines and harps as he, as he fights them in battle with the blows of his arm. In other words, God is speaking about destroying his enemies uh, as he speaks. As God begins to uh, speak, the voice of the Lord shatters his enemies. It, think about that for a minute. When God speaks, his voice shatters the enemy, your enemy. And so that's why it's so important that we understand that we wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over us. When you begin to put your his voice in your mouth and you are speaking it forth, the voice of the Lord Will cause mountains to move, it'll cause a way to open up where there is no way, it'll cause the enemy to be shattered and scattered, and then as you continue to release the voice of the Lord, it says, with his scepter he strikes down your enemy, and every stroke he lays on the back of his enemy will be to the with his punishing rod will be to the music of tambourines and harps or guitars (laughs) as he fights them in battle with the blows of his arm. In other words, as you continue to prophesy the word of the Lord and declare the word of the Lord, you know, oftentimes we forget about the word tefillah. The word tefillah means to speak the word of God in prayer, and in worship to declare his voice in worship that's what he's talking about here and in the hebrew mindset that's immediately what they think of as tefillah it'll be to the music of tambourines and harps as he fights them in battle with the blows of his arms so every time you worship god and you declare his promises you're shattering your enemy and god is beating down the forces of hell That have tried to come against you. God is speaking, and his enemies are being destroyed, and his people are being restored. Amen? I do believe we are on the brink of something great about to happen. And listen, God is not going to be mocked anymore. He will answer those who are shaking their fists towards heaven, thinking they will get away with all kinds of wickedness and evil. This is a new day, and the enemies of God, no matter how ominous, no matter how entrenched, no matter how big or strong they may seem, his enemies will melt like wax before the fire. So we're going to continue through September, October, and November, remembering that our God is greater, remembering what he has already Prophesied, Remembering that as we put those words in our mouth, we are waging a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone before us, that have gone over us. <clears throat> I shared last week <clears throat> how many other prophets are prophesying similar things to, to what I've prophesied. Scripture declares this, Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. This is directly speaking about prophetic words. This is Apostle Paul saying, when prophetic words come forth, uh, in 1 Corinthians 14, I believe it's uh, around 27, he says that, let the prophets prophesy, let the other prophets judge. In other words, there are going to be uh, prophetic words that may not be May not be as uh, as accurate, uh, but the mature prophets will judge. <clears throat> but out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established, and it's directly speaking about prophetic words. So if two or three trusted, seasoned, mature prophetic voices are prophesying the same things, let those words be established, Amen. Now I know in my own life, uh God will say something to me. And uh, you know, in, in the Old Testament, um Gideon put out a fleece and said, If it if if there's dew on everything but the fleece in the morning, then I'll believe that's your word to me. And sure enough, he woke up and and the fleece was dry and dew was everywhere else on the ground. And so he said, Listen, I need I need a second witness here tomorrow morning I'm going to put the same fleece out and if there's water on the fleece and no dew on the grass all around it then I'll let that word be established to me and so uh, today there's a lot of people being fleeced by (laughs) words that are not uh, from seasoned mature uh, trusted prophetic voices Uh, but God doesn't have a problem uh confirming a word by the mouth of two or three prophets, so or two or three witnesses. So sometimes the Lord will say something to me and uh and I won't even have to ask God for confirmation, but two or three people will come along and say the same thing to me. Uh and so I know God can speak through uh people that are not prophets, but uh but filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to talk about that tonight, how you need to be prophesying. You need to be actively releasing the voice of life and the voice of truth to people. Amen? And that's how you sharpen your sword. That's how you get more accurate. uh, 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 Hebrews 5.14, it says, By reason of use, you have your spiritual senses exercised to discern both good from evil. In other words, is that me thinking these words, or is that God? <clears throat> it's by reason of use. And so that's one of the one of the ways we uh, sharpen our sword and get better and more accurate uh, in the prophetic flow. You may all prophesy. It doesn't make everybody a prophet, but everybody needs to be prophesying. Amen. And so I just want to encourage some of you, fear not the shaking that's going on. God is speaking, Debar Shalom, to our nation. But that's going to mean everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And God is shaking everything that can be shaken right now. And so September, October, and November, uh, many prophets are are prophesying about that right now. And I did not know that when I gave those prophetic words. And uh, these other prophets didn't know about my prophetic words. And so These are words that need to be established now. Uh, God is doing something. He's shaking everything that can be shaken. And you can see it in the headlines. All you have to do is turn on uh, any program, and they're talking about it. They're talking about the shaking that's going on. And uh, God is about to shake free. During the shaking, listen to this part. God is about to shake free your blessings that have been hung up in the past. I'm telling you, some things the enemy has tried to uh, intercept and hang up so that the people of God would not receive what God has for them. God's not go- going to allow that. God is shaking things so that he can shake blessings back to you. I know one time uh, Dr. Sharon Stone, who I love dearly, uh, as a as a dear uh, mentor and a friend, and uh, we, I've been connected with uh, Dr. Sharon Stone since I was 16, 17 years old. And uh, she really taught me uh, so much about the prophetic and so much about walking as a strong believer. Uh, But one time she prophesied, and after she prophesied it, I had to write it down, uh, that God is opening the windows of heaven uh, for those who are faithful, those that have been faithful in, in sowing and and tithing, and of course uh uh Malachi chapter three talks about how when you bring the tithe into the house of god it it cuts off the curse, and God opens the windows of heaven and pours out blessings so so great you don't have room enough to receive it, but as she was prophesying, I heard the voice of the Lord say this through her that God is shaking everything that can be shaken shaken, and He's shaking heaven and earth. And the windows of heaven are open over some that have been faithful to give tithes and offerings. And as he's shaking heaven, he's going to shake the blessings that have been hung up. And so I thought about that as God was saying these things to me. He's shaking everything that can be shaken so that blessings that have been hung up uh, can be shaken back to you. I believe God is abolishing fear right now from his people and destroying the power of destruction. Let me say that again. God is destroying the power of destruction. He's dealing with fear. He's abolishing fear from the church. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and of a sound mind. And God is also destroying the power of destruction as the shaking is happening. You know, Deuteronomy is very simple if you, if you pay close attention to what God is actually saying in there. He says, I've set before you life and death. Choose this day. Choose this day. See, I've set before you blessing and cursing. Choose this day. You know, we're at a day of decision. We're at a day of choice. <clears throat> Father, I just decree the blessing of God over your people and the life of God over your people. Lord, we make the choice today. We choose life and we choose blessing. And that is our choice today. We pray, Father, that you would bring revelation of the knowledge of God so that we would possess like the eagle's eye to perceive and see what what you're doing your hands at work and 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 the eagle sees so far off father some some say 12 miles away father let us see what is coming with that prophetic eagle eye and take us to new heights today and father we decree with you a debar shalom over our lives over our nations and especially over america the beautiful Father, restore, restore, restore. In the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, we pray, amen and amen, amen. You know, I also believe this. Something is about to be birthed. Something is about to be birthed. And I believe in the month of September, something is going to be birthed. You know, when a baby is born for nine months, the parents are expecting Uh, But when the time comes, the suddenly happens, right? Uh, Suddenly, God is going to bring forth blessing. Suddenly, God's going to turn things around. Suddenly, this is going to happen in September. Suddenly, the moment is upon the parents, and they must act immediately because it's suddenly happening. You know, they've been expecting it for nine months, but suddenly... It's happening, right? And they must act immediately. There's a little bit of turmoil, there's a little bit of chaos, but they start doing what they know to do, right? And things start moving at a rapid pace. But ultimately, you know, God already knew the date, God already knew the time, and He made sure everything was in place for the birthing to take place without a hitch. Amen. And so that's the best description I have. That I can communicate what what I sense is about to happen in America, a birthing. It is in the ninth month, September. Amen. God is birthing a whole new day of blessing of miracles for His people. Amen. September, October, and November. S O N. The sun of righteousness will arise. With healing in his wings, not just physical healing, but healing for the nations, healing uh, uh, for his people, healing uh, for his purposes to be established. I want you to be expecting, and I believe God wants you to be expecting, and suddenly uh, God's going to do it. Suddenly it's going to be birthed. I heard the Lord speak a date to me, and I'm careful about dates <coughs> because when people are involved uh, timing can be affected. And, and sometimes uh, timing uh, can be adjusted because of the obedience or the disobedience of people. And so I heard a date when I was praying. and But as I was praying and ministering to the Lord, you know, I heard the date, September 28th september twenty eighth and I'm just throwing that out there and sharing that without saying a thus saith the Lord. I just heard the date very, very, very clearly as I was ministering to the Lord. the Lord told me september twenty eighth and I just heard it very clearly. uh now it could be nothing. I could have missed it. Let me just be very clear: No man is infallible, everybody can miss it. uh we're just flesh and blood, but we are. We have an anointing and a calling and a mantle and an office. Uh, When you're calling yourself, you know, I don't call myself a prophet. Many have called me a prophet before I ever took the term or the title. Uh, But I believe uh, in the office of the prophet. I believe in the office of the apostle, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher as well. Uh, And I'm not saying a thus saith the Lord. I just heard that date so very clear. September 28th, and I'm, I'm going to continue to press into God. And if the Lord tells me more, then I will say, thus saith the Lord. But at this point, it could mean something very significant, or it could be nothing. But I will say this, the devil knows his time is short, and he's trying everything to bring destruction. But I heard the Lord say he is coming, that the Lord is coming to destroy the power of destruction. Destroyed the power of destruction, that he was going to destroy the pharaohs, amen. That's speaking of spiritual pharaohs, spiritual demonic ruling powers over God, that have been ruling and and limiting and and uh, uh, impacting God's people, amen. Listen, you need to know your best meal is always prepared in the presence of your enemies, amen. And the restorer of your soul is bringing you to a place of restoration. Amen. 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 I, I want to watch the, the the time and I want to give you everything that the Holy Spirit, I believe, is speaking to me. Uh, but I also want to be able to give you the lesson that I believe the Holy Spirit wants to give today. And I want to talk about walking with the Holy Spirit or being led by the Holy Spirit or, or being a uh, uh, in relationship with the holy spirit. You know, in the book of Genesis, it says God walked with Adam in the cool of the day. God walked with Adam in the cool of the day. Now, when I was new in the Lord, I you know, in in, in my early growing years, <clears throat> I used to read the Bible through uh in a year every year for probably for the first 10 years of my walk with the Lord. I read the Bible through. I didn't didn't know of any other plan. You know, we used to buy these, um, buy these uh, like laminated uh, cards that you would use as a a, uh, bookmark in your Bible. And it told you what scripture to read every day so that you read through the Bible, a little bit of Old Testament, a little bit of Psalms, a little bit of Proverbs, a little bit of New Testament every day so that you read through the Bible in one year. And, uh, and then I found out that, you know, you could actually uh, read through it faster if you just uh, read more than one day. Like if you read five days at a time, you know, it'd take you a fifth of the time. <clears throat> Anyways, um, but in the book of Genesis, I was reading uh, and it said, Adam walked, God walked with Adam in the cool of the day. And uh, I never really understood why that was. I guess God liked cooler weather. And I, I didn't really get that. Maybe he didn't uh, like the, the noontime better or something, you know. Uh, but it says Adam walked with, God walked with Adam in the cool of the day. And uh, so later, as I began to learn how to study and research and study to show myself approved, I, I, I begin to research the word cool there. What does that actually mean? It's the word ruach. Ruach. In, in Hebrew, and it actually means spirit. So Adam walked with God uh, in the spirit. <clears throat> it, it also is defined as like the roaring spirit or breath. Have you ever heard uh, uh, a, a horse breathe so strong sometimes it, it's almost like a roar or like a lion's roar Uh, or or like a mighty rushing wind, or the roar of a lion is actually part of the definition. The breath of God, the ruach, the breath of God. So he walked with God in the spirit. It kind of sounds like a lion's roar when you think about it, ruach. Have you ever seen how those lions, the the, uh, alpha lion, Will stand up on a rock just like they portrayed in in that um, cartoon, The Lion King, and he'll stand up on that rock, and he'll let out uh, several uh, roars, uh, and and it is something they say can be heard for seven miles. Uh, the roar of that lion, <clears throat> and that lion is doing that for two reasons: he's scaring off the rogue lions. You know The Bible says uh, that Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah and that the devil is like a rogue lion roaming around looking for stragglers. Let me just tell you, you never want to be a straggler in the kingdom. You want to stay close to the alpha lion. You want to stay close to Jesus. You want to stay close to your brothers and sisters. Stay involved in church. Stay connected and as close in as you can. That's that that's their safety in that there's protection in that amen the protection of the of, of the pride of lions around you and the protection of the alpha lion uh who is jesus but uh a, a lion's roar uh the alpha lion roars for two reasons one to uh to drive out drive off any rogue lions uh, that are out there looking for stragglers, number one. And number two, he says uh, they they have clearly defined that that alpha lion roars like that. The second reason is to declare, this is my pride. And if you come anywhere close to my pride, I will destroy you. And so it's very, uh, very interesting uh, to me because that is exactly what Jesus does. And so... Adam walked with God and God walked with Adam in the cool of the day, in the ruach of the day. He walked with him uh, in the spirit. And I believe God draws us closer to him that there's a ruach in every day. There's a there's a, a moment, a cool of the day, if you will, uh, for each one of us every single day. And these are just, let me just help you Uh, to draw close to the lord how do you draw closer to god how do you get more intimate with god well there is a cool of the day every day there's some moment uh, that god will draw you by his spirit uh, to a a ruach to a to a moment in the spirit with him and let me remind you jesus uh, did that regularly and uh, you know some people say well Uh, Adam also fell in that same garden. Yeah, That's why God was looking for Adam that day. In the cool of the day, he was walking to find Adam. He said, where are you, Adam? Uh, But listen, what Jesus did in the garden with God is far greater than what Adam did in the garden with the serpent. Amen? Uh, Because the complete work of Jesus Christ... Uh, restored us so that we can walk with God in the Spirit, amen, in the cool of the day. And there are times when you can absolutely identify the strong, drawing presence of the Lord to step away from life for a moment, a catching away, if you will, uh, to walk with God in the Ruach of the day, in the breath of God, in in the Spirit of God. I do this every day. There's there's a moment every day, a moment of focused, intentional fellowship with the Lord. Now I pray in the morning, I pray in the afternoon, and I pray in in the evening, but there's that moment in somewhere in the middle of my day where God draws me to him, and I'll just disappear <clears throat> and I'll just go in my office and lock the door and shut myself in with the Lord when I when I sense that. It's a time of intentional and focused fellowship with the Lord. Ruach also means like air in motion. In other words, something is moving and something is changing by the movement of the air. A a prevailing influence, an inspiration, and a communication. That's all part of the definition of Ruach. A prevailing influence, an inspiration, and a communication. So, God, by the Holy Spirit, wants to catch you away every day to give you an inspirational word to influence you and to communicate His will for your life that day. A Ruach. He's literally the breath behind the word. Jesus is the word. In the Spirit of God is the breath of God behind the word. Without the breath, words have no sound. You can have a whole bunch of words on a piece of paper, but without the breath, there's no sound. You know, uh, Psalm 103, and uh, I believe it's verse 20, it says, Angels hearken to the voice of his word. Somebody has to give voice. To his prophetic word. That's why I encourage you to always decree and declare and proclaim what God has spoken over your life. Those are holy words. And when you add voice to his word, angels are on assignment and they begin to accomplish his will for your life. They do their part. Amen. But Jesus is the word and the spirit is the breath. And without breath, the words have no sound. And so, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then it says, the Spirit hovered over the face of the deep. The Holy Spirit said, light. He's the communicator of the Word. The Holy Spirit is the communicator of the Word. So, when God went into the garden and spoke... Uh, to Adam, and he walked with Adam in the cool of the day. When God walked in the garden and spoke, it was Jesus, because Jesus is the Word. And Adam heard his voice because it had breath behind the Word and caused him to hear the Word. So in the garden was the Father, the Son, or the Word, and the Holy Spirit all working together from the very beginning. And today we need all three working in our lives, Amen. You need all three. This is just a, uh, maybe it's too simple for you. I don't know, but this is what I inspired of the Lord to share with you today. In my time of ruach, and my time of the cool of the day, you know when Jesus was baptized in the River Jordan with John, and John baptized him, Jesus. Uh, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, he came and he was baptized uh, by John the Baptist. When he came up out of the water, Jesus was still the Word made flesh, right? When he came up out of the water, the heavens opened up, and the Holy Spirit, the Ruach, the Spirit of God, descended upon Jesus like a dove and landed or lighted upon his head. And now the Word of God was touched by the breath of God. Jesus could do no mighty miracles before that. But now the word of God was touched by the breath of God. And then what happened immediately? The voice of the Father came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that just so incredible to see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all right, there. You know, some today so foolishly think they don't need the Holy Spirit. Listen, Apostle Paul in First Corinthians 14, and I believe it is 39. It says, "If any man uh, chooses to be ignorant, let him be ignorant." I believe that's just ignorance. Uh, you know, he said, "God does not want you ignorant con- concerning the things of the Holy Spirit." In uh, 1 First Corinthians twelve, uh, and I believe it's verse three, it says, I would not have you ignorant, um, brothers and sisters. Now, some some people used to say, Single ladies, this is your verse, so that when guys are, are bugging you in the church, you just open up to First Corinthians twelve, one and say, I would not have you ignorant brethren. <laughs> no, that's a bad joke. Uh, but some people are, <laughs> are laughing with me anyways, but some people think that they don't need the Holy spirit. And that is just simply ignorance. That's like saying, I don't need God's breath. I don't need sound. I don't need the ability to do or say anything. You know, you can live months without food. Uh, you can live days without water, uh, But you cannot live more than three minutes without breath. When I was struggling with heart issues uh, four and a half years ago, I was short of breath so much that I could barely walk. I could take a couple steps, and then I couldn't go any further. I was struggling with breath, and I couldn't walk. You know, so many Christians today are short of breath, and they're struggling in their walk with the Lord because they're not allowing the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the breath of God. The Holy Spirit is the Ruach of God that is now in us. You have God's Spirit of power, God's Spirit of life, uh, personally given to you. When Ezekiel Ezekiel was taken to the Valley of Dry Bones, uh, it took the, the prophet prophesying the word to the winds of God, to the breath of God, to the ruach of God, to come and breathe life upon the valley of dry bones. And when he did that, it released God's power. <clears throat> uh, and they needed that before they could become the great and mighty army again. They were all, the first prophetic word caused them to stand up and flesh and. and 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 blood came upon them, and, and muscle and everything came upon them. They stood on their feet, a great and mighty army. But then he had to prophesy again, a second prophecy. Uh, you know, some people get it the first, get the first word, and that's all they get. They get born again. Uh, but listen, he, there had to be a second word, a second prophecy, a second move of God. That was the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And then they could stand up in power as a great and mighty army again. My point is this, we need the Holy Spirit of God to breathe life into his church again and to cause us to arise as mighty warriors that are full of his power there's a lot of weak churches that that are struggling in their walk because there's no breath in them. There's no life in them. And we have mature and seasoned prophets now releasing prophetic words to his church, releasing the life and the breath of God to his church. And I believe now the move of the Spirit is going to come again like a mighty rushing wind and birth an unstoppable army of God called the Ecclesia his church. Amen. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. Listen, there's an outpouring of the Spirit of God coming like we've never, ever seen or never, ever known before. And it's been kept by God for this end time generation. God is giving us signs and indicators through, the, through this space of time uh, if you know what you're looking at. You know, I was reading As a prophet, you can't read or look at anything without the Holy Spirit talking to you and giving you some sort of insight. You know, uh, Dutch Sheets said one time to me, you know, to the prophetic, uh, everything is prophetic, right? But, you know, I was reading about the Burning Man Gathering. And the Burning Man Gathering is, let me just be very clear, if you actually read and, and study, and I did, After the Lord spoke to me about this, I went and I read up on it and studied what they say about themselves. It's a gathering, uh, a demonic gathering of lawlessness and hedonism. Do whatever you feel. uh, That's what you do at the Burning Man. Do you know those are the first tenets uh, that Anton LaVey wrote in in the, uh, the Satanic Bible? Do whatever you feel. You know, that's what the devil uh, uh, tries to get people to do. That's called hedonism. And uh, so the Burning Man is a lawless and hedonistic uh, gathering that they try to strike a a chord of ungodly unity, just as it was in the Tower of Babel. Uh, But instead, they received an unforeseen monsoon-type rain that stranded them and forbid their demonic celebration and they were trapped and stuck in mire uh, in their own deception stuck in their mud and I saw pictures where the mud was halfway up the doors of the vehicles and I'm telling you that this is a sign of the plans of the enemy being destroyed by an outpouring from heaven it's it's a sign of the plans and the unity and the uh, the coalition of the enemy and the demonic their demonic plans being destroyed by an outpouring from heaven, and the enemy will be stopped in his tracks and unable to escape. Do you know they're stuck there and uh, for a while now, and there's an outpouring of the Holy Spirit coming now that will stop the works of darkness and bring an awareness of God and his spirit, and his life, and show the utter powerlessness of the powers of darkness. Amen? Many are about to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Many will experience the wonderful life of God that comes by the infilling of the Holy Spirit, and God is going to fill so many with his Holy Spirit. Many in the church, I believe, will be refilled with the Holy Spirit reinvigorated with life and joy and hope people will be vibrant again with joy and life Christians will be uh, uh, alive again and I can remember when I was refilled with the Holy Spirit you know I was baptized with the Holy I was born again when I was 5 I was baptized with the Holy Spirit when I was 12 but there there was only religious churches all around us. And, you know, I couldn't relate to unhappy religious church folks. They were too critical. They were too judgmental. They were too harsh. They didn't agree with my spirit. It, and I didn't know that it was the Holy Spirit that was grieved within me. Do you know you can grieve the Holy Spirit? Especially religiosity grieves the Holy Spirit. And so, what did I do? I hung out with my musician friends who were just rockers and, and they were happy and they were glad. And, and you know, one day a spirit filled church was planted in our neighborhood and I heard their sounds of life and their sounds of joy. And I started talking to these people and they were completely different and I wanted that. And so I pursued the Holy Spirit again and life came into my life. And then I would sing for joy, and I would celebrate, and I would sing and play my guitar and, 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 and write Christian songs, and, and I couldn't wait to, to do Christian concerts and tell people about Jesus. I was like a well that had been stopped up that finally became unstopped, and I began flowing like a river in the prophetic. And just like Jesus said, a, a, a river of life began to flow out of me especially when I worshiped. I couldn't contain his spirit of life. And I prayed in tongues for hours every day. And I still do. And the reason was I wanted to share uh, 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 his life and his love. And I want to share this today because I believe some of you cannot be refilled and recharged Uh, uh, because you believe that you didn't get something when you got born again and filled with the Holy Spirit and so you didn't speak with tongues and so you don't feel like you got anything. Let me just tell you, you can be refilled, you can be recharged with the Holy Spirit, and you can experience that uh, exuberant, vibrant, abundant life flowing in you. Amen? Some people have even preached If you didn't get speaking in tongues early on, then it's just not your gift. You know what I say to that? Nonsense. Nonsense. That is a gift of God for you, for every believer. Uh, Apostle Paul wrote, you may all speak with other tongues. Amen. You may all speak in tongues. God wants you to experience, wants to give you a fresh experience and a new expression. In Acts chapter 2, when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, it was an infilling of the Holy Spirit for the 12 disciples. Prior to that, Jesus breathed upon them and said, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. And and he was upon them, just like he was upon prophets uh, in the Old Testament who could prophesy the word of the Lord when the Spirit of God came upon them. And that's what Jesus did for the disciples. He said, receive the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit came upon them. But when when Acts chapter 2 occurred, it was after Jesus shed his blood, after he had went to the cross, rose on the third day, and ascended into heaven. And now they could be filled, in filling, of the Holy Spirit. And some of you received the Holy Spirit when you were born again, just like Jesus said uh, uh receive the Holy Spirit, but now God wants to baptize you and fill you to flow like a river of his life and power, just like they did on the day of Pentecost, and you will speak in tongues. And Apostle Paul said, I will pray in the Spirit, and I will pray with my understanding. I will sing in the Spirit, and I will sing with my understanding. And, and further in the book of Acts, it continues uh, where they. They went to other believers, and they said, have you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit since you believed? And they said, we don't even know about a baptism of the Holy Spirit. All we know is we got baptized with John. And so they got baptized in the Holy Spirit, and they always spoke in tongues. And even in some cases, they spoke in tongues and then prophesied. It's so powerful this experience of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, he'll walk with you, he'll talk with you, he'll draw you away and catch you away in the cool of the day and speak something inspirational to you, something strategic to you, something that just sets your day on course. And it's a daily walk with him. Listen, I'm just scratching the surface of what I, what I believe God wants me to share. And I'm going to teach more on this next week as well. So you don't want to miss part two. Amen. But by the end of this message, you're going to be so filled with the Holy Spirit that you're going to flow like a river, a river of life with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And listen, I believe you're going to begin to prophesy, and you're going to speak to be, to people and God's good. Listen, some of my most powerful times of bold prophetic were when I was younger in the Spirit, you know, and I didn't have any any uh, any guidelines at that point. I didn't have any understanding. And I just went out and did it. I'm just telling you, there were some powerful things that the Holy Spirit did and is still doing. But I believe you're going to begin to speak in tongues, prophesy, and move in demonstrative power, the power of God, Amen. And I'm looking forward to next week. I'm looking forward to sharing the rest of what I believe God's given me to share with you. It's it's it is like fire shut up in my bone in my bones, Amen. I want to take a moment, and I want to thank every one of you who continually stand with us and support this ministry uh, through your giving, through your sacrificial giving, and. I want to give you an opportunity, like I do each week, to sow into the future by sowing into the prophet's ministry. When you receive a prophet, in the name of a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. We've talked about that and taught on that some, but listen, God is not limited. He has a unique reward for you each week, a prophet's reward each week. Second Chronicles twenty twenty. It says, believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Now, I want to remind you, this was in a time of great battle and warfare. They were so surrounded. It was an impossibility for, for uh, Judah to survive. But God's prophetic word was, believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. You're not going to be destabilized and broken down and and scattered and and destroyed no you're going to be established believe in the lord your god and you shall be established believe his prophets and so shall you prosper <clears throat> and you know the outcome of that it was in the valley of decision that was the name of the valley called the valley of decision since second chronicles 20 And uh, they were surrounded by enemies, and they believed God. And God sent angels to ambush every one of their enemies and cause them to turn on each other. And when it was all said and done, they were all destroyed. But the second half of that prophecy was, believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. Well, these armies that were surrounding Judah and half of Jerusalem that was with them, uh, under Je- King Jehoshaphat. Uh, <clears throat> these armies had already defeated some of the most uh, ruthless enemies out there and plundered all those enemies, and they would never bring all that wealth to the battlefield. But this was on their way home, and they saw Judah, and they saw uh Jerusalem as vulnerable, and they came to encircle them, to attack them. And what happened? God gave them a prof- prophetic word through a prophet, said, Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. God wiped out their enemy. And then God caused them to, to so prosper because they believed him. And so I want to thank every one of you who stands with us and believes God with us because I believe your day of prosperity is coming. Nothing is impossible for God and nothing is impossible for him who believes. You know, they spent three days gathering in the spoils of war, so much wealth that they were a prosperous nation after that. Are you, are you ready to give to the Lord tonight? I believe now. This is the time. This is the Ruach moment. And as you're preparing your tithes and offerings, I want to pray for you. Father, I just thank you for those that are faithful and true to you. And God, we listen with the intent to obey. Thank you, Father, for the truths that you're changing our lives with. Thank you for the revelation and the insight and the light that drives out the darkness from our lives. Father, I receive testimony every week from people who who wrestle with darkness, but they tune in and you pour life into them through this broadcast. And Lord, you give them the prophet's reward every week. And so I decree blessing over those who are standing with us and praying for us. That's the most valuable thing that they can do. And I'm praying for them, Father. I'm praying that their their needs are not only met uh, with more than enough, but that there's a super abundance released into their lives. Father, I pray for their families to be healed and made whole. Father, I think of all the requests that we have for healing, and I command healing to their bodies right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I stand with them, and I believe for their miracles for their for their breakthrough for their victory right now. And I thank you Father for the grace that you're releasing to them. Father that they can stand firm, believe you and be established and believe your prophets and prosper. And I speak blessing to those who are who are sowing right now and blessing this house. I release blessing back to them now in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Amen. Listen if you're watching on social media, there's a link in the comments section that you can click on and you can give your offering that way. Uh if you prefer text giving, uh the number you give you can use to give by text giving is eight four three two one. It's eight four three two one. Uh also there's a QR code if you want to uh scan it with your phone. It'll pull up their uh the um, giving page if you want to give that way. Uh, you can give that way, or or again, the text number is 84321, so whatever amount that you want to give, you put that number in there, and you, set, you text it to the number 84321, and uh, that's for text giving. Uh, if you prefer to mail your offering in, and some people do, uh, some people prefer to give uh, larger checks by mail, they feel more comfortable with that. If you want to do that, you can mail that to Marty Layton, or Life Point, L I F E P O I N T E, Life Point. That's P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. That's P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Listen, I believe God is going to return it back to you powerfully. Amen. Amen. Uh, if, if you prefer to give on our website, uh, our website is lifepointchurch.cc, lifepointchurch.cc, and uh, there's a button on the top and on the bottom of the page. If you want to click that, you can go there and, and and give that way as well. Also at the bottom of the page is the place where you can put in your prayer requests. I call it our prayer wall, uh, and, and, and please share those with me. I'll take them before the Lord, and I'll pray for you with my whole heart. I I promise you that. And uh, I assure you uh, that your prayers will be answered. God answers the prayers of his people. Amen. And this is as good a time as any to invite you to church. Uh, We meet every Sunday at 4 p.m. at Life Point Church. Our our address is 768 Forest Retreat Road, right here in In Hendersonville, Tennessee. And let me just tell you, we are a cutting-edge prophetic church. Worship is incredible. God speaks every service, especially through worship. The prophetic songs, the prophetic words that come forth in worship are incredible. Uh, You know, I prophesy over folks every service. Uh, again, that address is 768 Forest Retreat Road right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee, four o'clock every Sunday. So if you need to hear from the Lord, come and receive. Amen. That's 4 p.m. Life Point Church, 768 Forest Retreat Road right here in Hendersonville. You don't want to miss it. I also want to thank our sponsor, Mike Lindell and My, MyPillowAndMyStore.com. He is a continual sponsor of Speak Life and has been from the beginning uh, because he believes the word of the Lord. He he is fighting the good fight of faith. And I want to encourage you, help him uh, and and help us and help yourself. It's a three-way win. It's a win-win-win. Uh, go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Marty. You're going to receive a deep discount on his products. Right now they've got all kinds of sales going on. Uh, but use the promo code Marty, my first name. You're going to receive a deep discount. Uh, He in turn blesses us, and it's also a blessing to him as he's fighting uh, for the freedoms that are trying to be robbed from our nation. And he's a great man of God, and he's a blessing to us, and it'll be a blessing to you. Uh, That's uh, MyPillow.com, and use the promo code Marty if you prefer to call Your order, and you can call 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. I want to ask everybody in this audience uh, to please go and and just check it out. There's many things that we're able to buy uh, that we don't need to be buying from people who are taking our money and then using it in a uh, and an initiative against the people of God and so or they're or they're taking the money and giving it to enemies of our nation who are out to destroy us and so this is a great way where you can keep uh, finances in the kingdom of God and be a blessing at the same time that's 800 859 2938 remember to use the promo code marty so that you can get the big discount amen I also want to remind you that we are live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time right here in America on Facebook, YouTube, and on Rumble. Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. And it would be great if you'd help us by telling others to tune in every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time, we're live, and so that's a blessing to us, and we thank you for doing that. Also, I want to invite you to to download our podcast. If you like podcasts, many people do. I love them. Uh, check us out on Charisma Podcast Network, on Spotify, on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're going to find us there, Speak Life with Marty Layton. And please take a minute and just give us a great review, hopefully a five-star review. Uh, so that'll help us with the algorithms online and and kind of promote our, our podcast in a more organic way. Also, follow me on social media. My handle is at Marty Layton, so at symbol, Marty Layton. You can find me on all the social media platforms. Uh, and please subscribe or do whatever the platform uh, requires for you to follow us. Again, that's at Marty Layton. Thank you for doing that. So I want to thank you again for tuning in tonight to Speak Life. It's always great uh, to spend this time with you. And listen, God is always speaking. And I want to every week give you keys to the kingdom uh, to help you to fine tune to hearing the voice of God. I want to give you fresh revelation, fresh encouragement from God each week, training you and equipping you to hear and know the voice of God. Proverbs eighteen twenty one declares the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So from our hearts to yours, remember always to speak life. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week on Speak Life. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Lakey. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.